What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Welcome back after the weekend. Good morning. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, I enjoy, the, the, you know, having the break, but at the same time, it's like there's a lot of things that go on and we're, we're like, I don't know, it's still, I, I'm still inundated in the media and everything, prepping for next shows and looking for more articles and all that kind of mm. stuff. So even, even on days off, it's not really too much yeah. different. It, it's just, we don't sit down and record something yeah like you and i and gp were sitting in here last night and to be honest with you i mean we were talking about other things like other projects we're working on and stuff like that but at the same time i was still like flipping through looking at like news articles and stuff like that getting stuff lined yep. up for today yep yeah yeah that between that the the projects we're working on the the podcast that we're doing now and the uh like the um digital dark age stuff you know getting stuff lined up for it we you know we got stuff trying to find articles and stuff that are relevant to to the times or or worth mentioning which by the way there's, I think a, there's a lot to dig into yeah i think you and i talked about that yesterday you want to move that to mondays right yeah i i, I figured that would work out better just because the weekends are kind of uh dull uh for as far as news uh new information i mean i I guess we could shift it around you know if there's something that big happened over the weekend or something that we need to talk about um but yeah i i i feel like that would be uh you know it'd be good uh, prep for the week beforehand and then uh you know well it is entirely possible then starting next week we could move those to mondays and then we could focus on other things throughout the week. Uh, also, this week, we're just, Marty called me on the phone the other day, and he was traveling for business, so he was at a steakhouse, and he was t- he was t- he was talking to me while he was ordering his steak, and I was like, "Really, dude? You, you know how to hurt a guy, don't you?" And he uh, he says, "Look, he says we got to do something funny. We have to do something funny again." And do you remember the thing we did with him and uh, and Bill Campbell back on uh, Room One Hundred and One? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. So he wants to do another one of those. And so I went out, I spent a majority of my day on Saturday, uh, or excuse me, on, um, on Friday. Cause we, yeah, cause we were day behind. Um, I spent a majority of my afternoon on afternoon on Friday, getting things together for uh, room one one So we're going to do another one. Now, basically what that is, think of it as like a, it's like a game show. And what it's going to be is, I guess I'm going to be the judge this time since I won the last time I'm going to, and we're going to work it like that. So whoever wins this time will be the judge next time. But I went out and I got all kinds of sound effects and everything. And I got it all set up. It's ready to go. But Wednesday, excuse me, Thursday, for those that are listening, Thursday, uh, we're going to tape it on Wednesday, Thursday, uh, for for you, the listener, Room 101, and it's going to be the same crowd as last time, possibly one other, not sure yet, but we shall see. I told GP about it, and so that that ought to be interesting if he shows up on Wednesday. But basically what it is, and uh, and we'll explain this going forward, but basically what it is, it's, it's a sense of we're going to give everybody a little bit of comic relief for a day. I know we advertise that we're no nonsense and, and all that stuff. I get it. But 
sometimes you just have to unwind. And this week, we're going to take a day and we're going to unwind. We're going to do Room 101. And what that is, we took that format because we can still work it into what we do. And we can pick topics that annoy us. And then we go around the room, we discuss them, and we explain why. And basically, I, I will not be putting forth any topics because the topics I put forth or put forth last time all won, uh, which I really didn't like that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I think by the end of the show, uh, Marty hadn't realized what he did. We're going to go around the room, and whoever can impress me the most out of all the topics and the way that they sell them to me, then... I'll decide who the winner is at the end of the show. Uh, and then that person will host the next one. Uh, Room 101 will be coming up on Thursday this week. So be sure and check that out. But this morning, it's NFL season, kind of. I think so. It's been a mess up to this point, but they're starting to get into it. Are they doing playoffs yet? Is, is all that started? I know you don't really follow football, but I mean, we're kind of we're following. I, I don't follow I it, so. but I, I'm looking at what's happening with it because of all this stuff that's gone on. So the Denver Broncos sure and the playoffs start next year, I believe. Play playoff start is playoff start next year. Okay. So they, they pushed him back. All right. So uh the Denver Broncos and the New England Patriots game has been moved to next Sunday after new positive cases. The Broncos and Patriots game that had been rescheduled to Monday is now being moved to next week after the Patriots had one new positive test for the co- for the coronavirus. One positive test. One. 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 And over 60% of the time, over 60% of the time, it's false positive. Yeah, I was about to get to that. Exactly. So uh, all the rest of the team tested negative. One positive test. They got to shut it all down. That's what this is all about. It's about regulating and controlling society. They can turn it on and turn it off whenever they want. They don't care. They don't care. We have to change our traditions, our conversations, our history. We have to move into a different place. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the players are a little upset. They're, they're a little upset. They said, look, we practice all week. We can't play. You want to conform? I tell you what, if if an NFL team came out, if players came out, of course, I don't see them doing this because they would get fired. They'd get ostracized. They'd lose all that contract money. They'd get fined and all that stuff. So I don't see them doing that. So you can whine and scream and kick and complain all day long. But as long as you, the NFL player, as long as you conform, there's no pushback. As long as people go along with this, this is how this works. We're not facing an army any longer. And I'm getting too serious here already. But you know how this is. This is how this works. You stand up to something. They're expecting us to stand up to this. The elites. They're expecting us to stand up to this. And when we do stand up to this, they're going to come back with something else. That's how this works. It doesn't just go, oh, you lay down and then everything gets past it when it all goes away and we're all in this together. That's not how this works. We're in a war. We're in a war against our very survival as a species, for God's sake. I know that sounds over the top, and the reason it sounds over the top is because it is. But, okay, I'm not going to get on this morning, this long tirade. I'm not going to do it. But everybody's a little upset. Players are all upset. I do want to point something out, by the way. Uh, current CDC recommendations are 10 days of quarantine when you are when you have a positive test. How is pushing the game back one week, 10 days? How is that long enough for the CDC's recommendation? And the other thing, um, technically, if you're a good player, you can be anti-American, anti-flag, you know, uh, flag, what, what have you, anti-police, all that stuff. As long as you're a good player, the NFL really doesn't care. I mean, you can even be pro-America, pro-God, you know, all that stuff, pro-life, whatever, whatever your stances are. Um, but uh, it, it comes down to your performance. Still, it's a, it's a business at the end of the day. Still. 
I just saw a quote from the uh, Denver Broncos head coach, uh, Vic Fangio, or whatever his name was. Listen to this. He says, I'm fully prepared to react and improvise no matter what happens. Well, you might as well just run the white flag up now, coach. You might as well just get down and, and roll over to it now. He says, in a weird way, listen to this. Bruce, are you ready for this? He says, in a weird way, I'm kind of happy to see some of this stuff happen because you see who the whiners are. You see who the bitchers are and who can't handle adversity. I'm going to take the left wing's perspective on this and say, you're 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 happy about someone possibly dying because of COVID-19? Like, COVID-19 is a death sentence and you're happy? Well, it shows who can and can't handle adversity, right? Isn't that what he said? Shows who can and can't handle adversity. That's well, pathetic. That, that's not. That is pathetic. That's not you talk about passion. That is the ultimate that. capitulator right there. That is the ultimate conformist. That statement right there. Coach, you're pathetic. You're pathetic. You're supposed to be out there setting an example for people, sir. What, whatever happened to the days of a coach of just rub some dirt on it. Yeah, just rub some dirt. Walk it off. Give him some air and get back in the game. Who can't handle adversity? Speaking of someone that can't handle adversity, Dr. Fauci has been banned from TV. Good. I mean, I, I'm a little. I, I have to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a little sad. I'm, I'm a little sad. That, that kind of hurts a little bit that I, I'm not going to be able to see his smiling face and, and hear his BS. Uh, I guess he was going to go on. What was it? ABC was going to go on, and he can't go on it now. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, while his you know, physician says the president is no longer contagious, the uh, the American public is still in the dark about basic questions. Oh, I guess we need our sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci to, to clue us in because we're in such we're, we're in the dark. We're in the dark. We don't know what's going on. We're, we're desperate to know what's happening. We need we need an expert to tell us what's going on. <laughs> uh, ABC News is John Carl, who opened Sundays this week talking about President Donald Trump's battle with COVID, which he made a full recovery. He's not contagious any longer. And they're still calling the uh, the rallies that he wants to have super spreader events. Yeah, they're still calling them that. Uh John Carl has said, we had hoped to talk to Dr. Fauci about both the outbreak at the White House and across the country. He was more than willing to join us, but the White House wouldn't allow you to hear from the nation's leading expert on coronavirus. Oh, yes, the nation's leading expert. In he's fact, not an expert on it. No, he's not. In fact, they wouldn't allow any of the medical experts on the president's own coronavirus task force to appear on this show. Well, that's because you're a bunch of lying pieces of garbage. Number one, good. Number two, they are not experts on this. They're administrators. These guys that are the heads of these organizations, they're not the ones in there doing the research and know what's going on. They're the ones that are that are administrating. They're the ones that are, you know, handling logistics and that sort of thing. Uh, finances. They're they're not handling the they only know basic information about um as far as diseases and, and, and whatnot. Now, they may have studied it and have a degree in it and whatnot. Fauci, he's been in this for 40 years, but he's been in an administration position for like, what, 20 some? So, no, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that personally. Um, who's, who's the new guy they, they've had on? Um, uh, Dr. Scott, uh, is it Scott Atlas. or? Atlas. Atlas, yeah. Dr. Scott Atlas, yeah. Um, I'd rather listen to him. Because he seems more knowledgeable on this information than these guys. And this isn't even his field of research. So well, no. they were bashing him the from other... the start. They were saying, oh, he's not even an yeah. epidemiologist. Why, why do they have him in there? Uh, because he doesn't want to wreck the country any worse than what it already is. Yeah. And the, the thing the thing with Fauci, um, he's been in it for so long, number one. And number two, we've looked at some of his portfolio 
and it looks a little sketch. He has some investments in some of these um, companies that are going to benefit from the the COVID uh, uh, vaccine and also the um, some of the other pharmaceuticals that uh, that help treat against COVID nineteen. So it seems a little sketch. It kind of seems like he wants to gin up some fear to to raise those stock prices just a little bit. You know, I mean, seems questionable. So I don't know that that's their intention on why he's not out there speaking. Clearly, it's because they want to push a, a specific narrative, which is that the coronavirus isn't this going to kill us all virus and we don't have to lock down because that's stupid. I mean, even the China's run WHO is saying don't lock down. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that's uh, that's what I was going to mention. The uh, the WHO has even said that they, they've said uh, they're coming out now telling world leaders to stop using lockdowns. Stop this crap, you idiots, you fools. You, do you understand what you people are doing? Do you understand? No, I, honestly, I don't think that they do. I honestly, I, I don't think that they do. I think they're so incompetent at this point that they really have no idea what they're doing. Uh, really, I mean, I, I I'm a, I'm a hundred percent in that corner right now. That a lot of these world leaders really have no idea what they're doing. They are they're insane. For God's sake, look what they're doing. Look at the amount of problems you are causing in society by implementing this one size fits all. This doesn't work, you idiots, you bumbling fools that are in political offices. This doesn't work. Do you know that by repressing society like this, do you know the backlash that you're going to cause on yourselves? Historically, do you know what this is going to do? I don't. I'm I'm not. Okay, so let's I'll put it in a percentage scale. I'm 51% in agreement with you. So just barely a majority that they're incompetent, that this is incompetence. I'm not, I'm, I'm teetering on the edge of being, yeah, they're incompetent or this is intentional to destroy our economy because we've seen the white papers on that, like the World Economic Forum and whatnot. So I'm not convinced that they're not on board with this. Um, it seems a little too sketchy when they've seen how many millions of people that they've screwed over with these lockdowns and how can you still be for it? There's more people that are going to die, have died and are going to die in the U.S. from other things that are related to the lockdowns than actually from the virus itself. 6% of the current deaths are actually from the virus. All the others had at least two and a half other comorbidities. So this nonsense about um, locking down again and no, you're going to see more suicides. We've already seen an uptick in suicides and, and abuse and domestic violence and that sort of thing. Drug use. We talked about it before with anxiety and depression medications are, are up like 30, 40 percent this year alone. It's only going to get worse if they continue. If they do another lockdown, it's only going to get worse. You're going to see another huge drop in unemployment. Um, huge drop, excuse me. It's, it's going to be the opposite. There's going to be a huge rise in unemployment, a drop in employment. Um, and honestly, you're going to start seeing people go hungry. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to get evicted. There's going to be a lot of people that are just not going to be able to pay their mortgage, pay their bills. I mean, UBI. You, you, you think unrest. Yeah, UBI. You think there's unrest right now. You think this is bad. If people can't get money, can't get food, and these governors lock down again, it's only going to get worse. And then on top of that, we throw in the whole election fraud that, you know, uh, we're, we're seeing thousands of ballots, um, a lot of anecdotal data, but there's been a lot of data showing that there's been a lot of ballots thrown out, a lot of ballots uh, being sent to, to the same person, right? You get like seven or 10 ballots to one household when there's only two people that live there and the, the others no haven't lived there. there. It's perfectly safe. Yeah. It is perfectly safe. There's no problem. There. Right. 
So combine that with the lockdowns. Uh, you think unrest is bad now. Wait till you see an election that they think is riddled with fraud and the American people think they got screwed over by the government. It, we got. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> uh, New Jersey Governor <laughs> Phil Murphy says he'll extend the October 15th moratorium on utility shutoffs. So uh, thousands of pandemic stricken utility customers are struggling to pay the bills, as you said. So uh, they're going to e- increase that to... October 15th. So if you can't pay your bills, well, that's okay. Uh, They'll keep the lights on for you. So I guess we're running uh, Universal Motel 6s now, I suppose. Isn't that how it works? Kind of have to. It's the governors that have said, you know, you can't run your business. Again, it's within your rights to run the business. It's not, they don't have the power and authority to to do, you know, stop you. They have the power. Let, let, Let me rephrase that. They don't have the authority to do that. They don't have the legal grounds to do that. They do have the power to do it, though because law enforcement are backing them and are following the orders instead of following the constitution and the American people's rights and upholding the law. But so I was, yeah, I was looking at, uh, we can talk about a little bit of space stuff here for a minute. SpaceX wins a contract to build missile warning satellites. Have you heard about these things? Oh, that, 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 that's a good idea. So it, Warning, so it would detect like a uh, ICBM or something uh, going up? Well, kind of. It says the state, uh, the Space Development Agency awarded $193.5 million to L3 Harris and $149 million to SpaceX to build four satellites, each to detect and track ballistic and hypersonic missiles. Yeah, so both of those are um, uh, one country would fire it at another country, basically, is what those are. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Typically, ICBMs, especially, they they go in like a V shape uh, in, in their travel. So it'll they'll launch it up and use the the spinning of the Earth rotation, and um, it'll it'll go outside the atmosphere or just on the edge, and then it'll arc back down uh, to hit its target. That's typically what they do with those. And hypersonic, I'm assuming, are, is going to follow the same trends. Uh, the difference is with the hypersonic, it's going to be a much much more difficult to, to shoot down. Whereas an ICBM, you've seen, you've seen like SpaceX, how long it takes the, the shuttle to actually lift off and everything, or how fast it's going when it's, you know, just gaining speed. The, the, the missile's really vulnerable at that point. And we have, uh, we have kinetic missiles that are designed to, I think the accuracy is in the range of like 90% accurate or something in that range to where we just fire a kinetic missile, uh, at that, that smashes into it and it will, uh, disable the miss the the ICBM or lasers we also have um, lasers that can shoot it down as well so um, I, I think that's good we, we need that if if North Korea is talking about having nukes China's doing their nonsense saying we need to get out of the um, whatever ocean that is there the sea there uh, South um, China they're sea. saying well that's because they just yeah, want to yeah. invade Taiwan with no uh yes with no uh no opposition that's all that's all that is so which that's a good question how long do you think it's going to be before they make that play if we start seeing um uh for example civil war in the united states they'll use that because we'll be preoccupied with something else and they'll use that and i think that's that's partially what uh all this is i mean they're, they're pushing everything towards the election now because they failed on every other front now it's a massive disinformation campaign it's what it's been from the start of this thing build up the fear build up the hype in china and then redirect everything that's what it's been and that's what we're seeing a result of now 
you're not going to believe what I saw on the TV, right? I'll explain it later because we're out of time this morning, but you're not going to believe what I saw on the TV. Basically, we don't know what we're doing, but the Chicoms, oh, they know exactly what they're doing. I mean, you're not going to believe this. It's all over the TV here. It's, it's disgusting. Disgusting. Anyway, we're out of time this morning, so we are going to have to go. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning. 